Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Boxing Rampage, episode 18. I'm your host, JC, accompanied by... Black right here. Good evening, everyone. Yes, yes, good evening. On today's uh, podcast, we're going to discuss the uh, post-fight uh, Triple D Jacobs, as well as the undercards, and we're also going to discuss the fights uh, coming up this uh, weekend under uh, Jorge Linares and uh, Krola. So, um... Let's just get started and talk about the fights this past weekend. Um, what do you got to say, and how did you find the atmosphere at the Garden? Oh, man, it was awesome. Uh, it was electric on, on the Garden. Uh, usually, how it always is when big names go out there and fight. If you ever seen Cotto or even Triple G uh, past fight versus Lemieux, it was, it was electric. Um, but we had a great time. <clears throat> uh, the vibe was awesome. Can't complain, man. How you had it? Nah, man. It, it, as soon as I walked, I had never been to the Garden. Um, oddly, this guy's a New Yorker and never been to the Garden. But, dude, I went in there. It was beautiful. It was magic. I mean, like, just the, the energy. Uh, you had Irish people there. You had people from Kazakhstan. Obviously, American people there. And just uh, a lot of people from uh, uh, Nicaragua. Um, but just it was delights. It, it looked like a movie. I was like, wow, this is a big stage to perform under. Just you, you could see that it was it was a very uh, uh, the production there at the Garden. They did a great job. But um, the fights were good, really good fights. Um, I honestly uh, the the undercard fights um, uh, were good. Um, I felt I want to start with the 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 Roman Gonzalez fight. I thought that was a robbery. Um, I think the uh, they should have deducted an additional point uh, against his opponent. I, I even forget his name, to be honest. Yeah, basically his opponent um, headbutted him several times. He only took one point, and then obviously um, his opponent knocked down uh, uh, Gonzalez, and they took a point, which evened it out. But overall, I felt that uh, uh, Chocolatico um, um, had the cleaner shots and was being uh, first uh, landing his punches. But... Um, I don't know what the judges were looking at. They gave the decision to his opponent. Um, and it just goes to show you that um, uh, the in the rankings, if you lose a fight, even by decision, they're, they're quick to drop your rankings. And not even if you lose. you In some cases, if you don't knock out your opponent, they drop you in rankings, you know, <laughs> a.k.a. Ring Magazine. But we'll get to that later. Uh, you got anything to say about Chocolatico? Yeah, um, so, yeah, the, uh, touching up on the Barclay, I mean, the, the Madison, it was a, a sold-out house, basically, almost. The number came at 19,300, 19,300 to 19,900. Uh, I saw a, a few empty seats, not much. For me, it was really a, a packed house. But moving on to the uh, Chocolatico, uh, Chocolatico fights against uh, Wilsoxing, whatever his name is. This is really, I can't pronounce it. But um, I believe that Chocolatico started uh, slow, and um, that's, it went, that's when he got dropped in the, on the first round. And um, it, it, it took him a little bit to, 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 um, to start his engine. But once he did, I felt that he was landing the better punches, the fl flusher punches, and he was moving this guy back with his punches. Like, I was just looking at it, and he was precise with his punches. A little bit oh, to, to was like the end of the fight, he was, he, you know, he had he got these cuts that he received, and the blood would, was getting on his way, and he, he wasn't being that accurate as, as the mid-rounds, but he still was doing the better work. It was uh, a real close fight. The night out of the fight, I I uh, I scored it 
eight rounds to four for Chocolatico with, with the knockdown. But um, it was it was a good fight. You know, it could be a little bit closer. I won't argue with a draw. I won't argue with but um, seven five for Chocolatico. But I don't think this guy this other guy won. I mean, I agree. I, I, as much as uh, I've heard that majority of the people believe that um, that Chocolatico won. So um, <laughs> it, it was a rugged fight. I mean, Chocolatico got. Got a, I don't know, he wants a rematch, but I think he should take a, a couple of soft touches and, and rebuild his uh, career. Not because he didn't do great, but uh, the cuts, the headbutts, he was... He, it was going to aggravate it. He was ugly, and, and he'd been in two tough fights, uh, the Quadra fight and uh, the uh, not now this 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 fight with Wasakin or whatever his name is. But, um, yeah, I mean, hopefully uh, they, they make good decisions. And now he's not, you know, Quadra's a monetary for the WBC, so I don't know what Chocolatico's going to do. He, he might not get the rematch right away. Quadra might get the rematch with this guy who Quadra's fought before, and that's the only <coughs> – this guy gets to uh, bench his loss because that's the only uh, L he got it was from Quadra's and a fight that a lot of people believe that um, uh, Wasakin or whatever his name is uh, won. But, um, yeah, I, I think for Chocolatico, maybe he could go fight Inouye, uh which who is considered a monster at at um at one fifteen weight? Yeah, if he does that, he should be able to put his, his establish his uh, yeah. And then um, cause he he should for me honestly, he should just start considering retired. Cause um, yeah, he's only thirty years old, but at that you know he's he, taking a lot of punishment on is, that body and, and and at that smaller weight, usually guys they retire around that age. You know, thirty, thirty-two, they already retire. It's not like the bigger weight when you know they go up to like. 40-year-old, even 50 years old when we, with uh, guys like Bernard Hawkins. But, and that's a, a, a special case. But, yeah, I, I think he should start seeking, like, a good money grab and, and you know, and, and start considering retire. Because at 115, he he could he, – his fights are all, all going to be like this, all going to be rugged fight, close decisions, or a close fight because he's a smaller guy. You you saw the, the weight advantage on the night. The other guy was bigger. Um. And he still, you know, he got the power, but he's the smaller guy. So when you are getting punched by the bigger guy, it's, it's, it's different, you know. But, um, yeah, hopefully, you know, they, they his team mm-hmm. got something better for him. But I, I, I don't think he should take a rematch right now or with, not, with neither of the guys. He should take, like, a sub-touch. Okay. And then maybe, I don't know, if Triple G uh, um, fights uh, – Canelo in, in, in September, maybe he, he could be on the undercard. Yeah, hey, uh, b- before we move topics, a uh, rumor mill, uh, do you think Mayweather had a hand in this with the decision? Hey, I, I, I heard, I was hearing at the arena, people would say, like, oh, Mayweather. I mean, there's no validity to it, but I don't know if you guys feel, you know, maybe there's a. Uh, if knows? you guys feel that's the case, just, you know, hit us up on Instagram, just let us know. Yeah, I mean, think about it. He, he would have been, uh, what, 47, uh, 48 he, and 0? He, he was a hell of a fighter, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, he would have been 47. I, I believe he won. You know, a lot of people. Yeah, I, there's no way. I was in the bathroom in, um, in um, Madison, and I was talking to a lot of people, and they all thought that he won that fight. So, um, who knows, man? He would, he would have been 48 and 0. Or okay. 47 and 0 right now. Yeah, 47 it would have been. 47 so. and 0. All he mm-hmm. needed is three more fights to break uh, Mayweather and uh, Marciano. Marciano's record. So, all right, so uh, mo- moving on to the main event. Um, you got obviously uh, Triple G versus Danny Jacobs. Um, very competitive fight. A lot of rounds could have gone either way. Um, 
And I know I mentioned it last week on the podcast. I said that Danny, Danny's game plan, his only game plan was just to uh, box him and just uh, find a way to move around the ring and pretty much just hopefully fight for 12 rounds. But he was going to knock out Triple G. Um, by looking at the fight, they had a, they had a, like, a good strike, which I mentioned too, which was that Danny couldn't be at the end of Triple G's punches. And the way he was moving around the ring, he was moving back, but he wasn't moving far back enough to where he was on the on out of mid-range. It's almost like he was he was moving, but he wasn't moving too. Because really, Triple G didn't really have to hunt them down like that, like he does other fighters. He was kind of just in there. And and I know Jacobs uh, uh, made Triple G uh, respect his power. So I think Triple G, I mean, He's a smart guy. For as much as they give him, he's just a power punch. He's a very smart fighter. I mean, I first saw that when he fought uh, Lemieux, but this time he was like, I'm dealing with a power punch. I'm dealing with a guy that can box. And like I said, those rounds are so close that, like I said, it could have gone either way. My personal opinion, um, I've seen the fight now. Aside from seeing it live, I've seen it twice. And the first time I gave it to Danny, second time I gave it to Triple G, but it could have gone, it, like I said, it could have gone either way. It's just a matter of subjective preference. Um, I feel that they did the right thing uh, overall. I feel that, that the decision for Triple G was the right decision. One, because if you're the champion, you should be able to take a title from someone convincingly. And I, I always made the same argument when Danny Garcia was undefeated. As far as even with the Herrera fights and like Peterson, like if it's a close fight, if it's not, if it's not convincingly going to take that title, why, especially when you have that many titles, you got three titles, major titles, which is taking him a long time to acquire. And then you get a close decision. No, I don't think it's the right thing. I think that, that the judges is the right thing. But even in a loss, Danny Jacobs is victorious because one, he broke Triple G's knockout streak and he, he, he wasn't asleep at the end of the fight. He was able to, you know, go to the to the judges scorecard. But um great job by Jacobs. Really good defense. Really good punching power. Stayed mid range and never really outside of range to where he was at the end of Triple G shots. Triple G as well, obviously boxed masterfully, actually threw more jabs in the fight, which showed that, you know, he was using everything to disrupt Jacobs rhythm. So um uh I don't take one star off of Triple G. I still think he's great. Um but I think the other point, I'll let you discuss that because I, I felt, you know, um, these organizations are, are doing Triple G dirty. So, you know, basically, uh, Jacobs coming the bigger man, the more rangier, taller, you know, larger man. And for me, when I, they both stepped on the ring and, and they got close up together, I saw a smaller guy, which is Triple G, to a, a larger guy, uh, Jacobs, on a fight. And... When the whole thing with the IBF uh, happened, I, you remember, I, t I text you guys in the morning. I'm like, it's going to be a long night for Triple G because this guy already had it planned out that he was not going to go to the IBF. So he will not put limits on his hydration while Triple G did. So automatically, he's going to be the bigger guy. Then also, we had a 9 o'clock a.m. weigh-in. So he instead of having 24 hours or 18 hours, you know, he had 38 hours of hydration. So, you know, there's rumors that he went up to, his team says, oh, he was 180, 178. When, they, they themselves do not, do not believe that shit. This guy was at least 185. You could see it on his back and his muscle. He is a, a, a larger guy. You know, he's 6'1", uh, right? Mm -hmm. So, dude, I, I mean, a, a taller guy. So, 
he's more athletic than Triple G. He's, he, he, you know, the only thing is that we believe that he had a, a chin issue, which that weight advantage helped him absorb power, absorb yeah. power, absorb punches. And that, and that's that one thing being uh, uh, why Triple G couldn't hurt him as much. He did. I I, I did he's, see him hurt a couple of times, but he he's, couldn't. He's, I'm sorry to interrupt. He's listed at five eleven, but the dude's he's six foot. Yeah, There's he, no way that guy's yeah, not he, six he, feet. He, I, I, some records say he's six one. Mm-hmm. So um, basically, the other thing is that he was always on the buck bad bad back foot. Which when you're um, when Triple G's going forward to him. And the reason why he, he, he knocks out other guys like Lemieux that were coming forward, it's because you, when you're going forward, you, 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 it's like a double impact kind of thing. It's similar to like when Pacquiao was rushing into to Marquez and he catch him up with that punch. You know, but basically what I'm trying to say is when you are going forward to another fighter, the punches hurt more and it, it got more pop, pops to those punches. So basically, Jacobs being on his back foot and moving around so much, it was he, he would like um well the the, the other some thing of, of those points the, the other thing I was I think I mentioned that the other day is that, that Jacobs obviously being the taller fighter uh leaned the upper part of his body forward so with that being said when the, with the Lemieux fight Triple G was able to, to to take out Lemieux with body shots the headshots weren't doing anything he was jabbing his face but it was ultimately body shots took him down. That game plan would have worked here with, with Jacobs, but Jacobs had better defense, and he basically gave Jacobs the upper half of his body. And yeah, Jacobs, uh, uh, Triple G could have leaned in to tag Jacobs' body, but by doing so, he was exposing himself for a counter. So in that case, he, Jacobs was, was moving back, but his, his upper body was leaned forward. So j- for Jacobs, uh, uh, Triple G to reach in and try to hit him was was be a setup for him to either get countered or worse, get really hurt in the fight. And there were, there were a couple instances where it looks like Triple G was hurt in the fight, but like I said, he he didn't show any signs of he was going to buckle. But as you were saying... So basically, that that was the reason why I believe that he couldn't, like, other than being super weight, like 15 pounds bigger than him, he couldn't, like, take him out. So going to, to the scorecards, I, I, I've been listening to people saying that robbery, using the words robbery... Using the words that Jacob won, clearly, no way. I scored the fight. The night of the fight, I scored it six rounds apiece with the knockdown being the, the edge to Triple G and believe that Triple G won. I came back home once I was relaxed and I watched the fight all over again. And I saw Jacobs miss way more punches than up close live. You know, um, he, a lot of those punches were, uh, landed in Triple G's uh, glove. Triple G slipped some of, um, some of those punches. He would come with these, these flurry, flurry of combinations, and he added uh, four or five punches. He would land only one. So how can you give him credit? He, he had a great game plan, a really great uh, game plan, but he came up short. Why? Because a lot of those punches weren't landing. Um, and Triple G was just had a, a jab fest there. He, you know, he was using his jab, and I usually don't give jabs a whole point. I usually count them by... Half a point, but he still landed a hundred more jabs than than, than uh, Jacobs. So on, on the power punches, ja- Jacobs landed like ten more, but triple, overall, Triple G landed like a hundred some plus punches. So even if if you count half punches, it's still fifty punches more than Jacobs. Um, and this is throughout the rounds. So like for instance, yeah, on, on round uh, four, which was knockout, Triple G landed like around thirty something punches. Um, and then, you know, later on, and even on the 12th round, which a lot of people give to Jacobs, Triple G landed more than Jacobs. 
I, I still don't get it. But I seeing that if you tell me that uh, Triple G won seven, seven to five, how I saw it a second time, I agree. Six to six with the knockdown, I agree. Even uh, seven to five for Jacobs, but I've been hearing scores eight or four for Jacobs. Yeah, that's insane. You're, you're just being yeah. a fanboy. You got yeah. That's you. You can't call this fight a robbery. And I don't. It wasn't a. Robbery. It was a close fight. But it's not a robbery. Like I said, seven five to 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 um, to uh, Golovkin, maybe eight four. I can't give Golovkin more than eight four. But then I can I can't give uh, uh, Jacobs more than seven five. And to be as, and that's being subjective. That's being uh, being a, a Jacobs fanboy and exactly. being a, a Golovkin fanboy. But like I said, if I was all Golovkin, eight four as fair as I get. If I was uh, rooting for Jacobs, seven five. But to be fair, I, I, even a draw would have been good. But like I said, three titles, WBC, w, the, the, uh, WBA, uh, IBF. Dude, you got to – it can't be close to the decision. It got to be convincing because then if they would have given the fight to Jacobs, guess what? Golovkin would have got robbed. And that, exactly. that would have been a tragedy. That would have been a real tragedy. I think that the judges did the right thing by giving the fight it's to, to Golovkin. really similar to, to the Kovalev war, uh, Kovalev war fight. Ko- war won – uh, did pretty good coming back, similar to Jacobs, you know, after the knockdown. But he didn't do enough to get the decision. So basically, if I'm a judge and I'm over here and I see the fight, that 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 decision is is for round round at the end of the mm-hmm. round. And and I have I've been watching fight boxing for probably 10, 15, maybe twenty years. And I noticed that commentators have mentioned this. Sometimes when they wait for the 12th round, they don't just score. If the fight is close, they don't score that 12th round for that just one round. They look at the whole uh, uh, fight and then contribute to be like, okay, if it's a close fight, to determine who won that fight. And basically, I still believe uh, Triple G won the 12th round. A lot of people don't get, they give it to him because he did uh, throw more and was more active and, and was an aggr- uh, effective aggressor. In the 12th round, but um, that's one round that I, I think that some of the judges should have gave it to him, and I only think none of them actually gave it to him. Uh, the last three rounds, all judges gave it to Jacobs. But uh, th- those are the uh, perspectives, perspectives where I, I, I see the the fight. So um, I, honestly, I, I don't know. And also another thing is. It, it, I always, I always see it this way. Who do you rather be at the end, uh, at the end of the fight? Triple G looked it. I saw him on the, on the interview on the pro, uh, on the press conference, and he didn't even look like he was in a fight. You know, he had a couple of bruises, but Jacobs had so much hematomas and and a swollen eye, a swollen face. Um, have you ever saw the Martin Lawrence uh, show back in the days? <laughs> when he's a, he fought the boxer. When he fought the boxer, you remember how his face looked? That's exactly how Jacob's face looked at, at, at the end of the fight with all those jabs. I mean, he's he's not. I understand he didn't knock. He didn't get knocked out. Um, but for him asking that he should have won the fight, that's that's asking a lot. Like you, you have to put yourself. I think Danny's performance in his eyes, and I'm not taking away anything away from it. It could have it could have gone either way depending on perspective. But to be fair. Dude, you're taking you're, you're fighting the guy who has a twenty something knockout streak with three belts. You're gonna tell me that a slight this anyone will feel pissed if they took away a bunch of belts from from a slight decision. Like it's not it's not if you're gonna take house, you you, you got to come with everything. But um, yes, yeah, that's, that's that's how I, I say. It. I just think it's a lot of bias I, in I boxing mean, as far as and I think it has to do with, with race relations with boxing. Just you know, he's he's a black fighter. 
he's a, he's not an American fighter, Triple G, and I don't think that's one of the reasons they don't give him the, the recognition he deserves. Because you know, if you say oh, I like Triple G, oh, you're anti-American. If you like Danny Jacobs, then now you know you don't like a foreign. Well, not that you would get that here in the states, obviously, but you, you gotta you gotta give credit where credit is due. If just I don't think Triple G's ever gonna get the credit he's due, but um, no, you never will. This is how I see the rest of Triple G's career panning out. If I were him, the smart thing. Next fight, Sanders. Next fight after that, I'd take uh, just a light touch. And I'd, I'd just fight three more fights, and my last fight would be Canelo. Reason, he's very close to breaking Bernard Hopkins' uh, 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 title defense uh, uh, record. Pretty much at 20 consecutive, def- uh, I think 20 consecutive defenses. Yeah, but Triple G's at 18 right now. Yeah, so if he can just hit 21, three more fights, and the Saunders fight, from what I'm being told, was already in the works. And obviously, he'd have to fight Canelo because it's his cash-out fight. And then another soft touch in between to get him tuned up for the Canelo fight. That's all he needs to do. And just, just get out of there like Calzaghe and just call it a day. Because, you know, for as good as Triple G is, uh, we saw a little bit of age. That I, Maybe it wasn't age. Maybe it's just, like I said, Jacob's hydrated had 15 pounds on him. That's probably much what it was. This could be this could prove fatal to... Um, to other fighters that fight Triple G to where they may get comfortable and say, oh, he's aging out. But Triple G is the type of guy, he looks like he has a very strong work ethic. And if I were Triple G, I'd be smart. The next guy I fight, man, I'd just make sure I'd, I'd make it a fight that's that's it. Uh, not maybe a late stoppage, but I wouldn't make it an early. I, I have to I have to make Canelo believe that he can beat me. So <laughs> so when the time comes, he'll sign the fight, and, and that'll be that. I, I mean, um, going back to... Um Jacob believed he winning, but then again, Pacquiao thought he beat Mayweather. Yeah, he, that's a lie. <laughs> basically. So you just lie Mike Donna could have made a better argument I, that that's, he beat that's, Mayweather. And, and that's what I was about to jump. People forget sometimes that good good boxers have bad nights. You know, Castillo's versus Mayweather. For me, Castillo won that fight. Um, a lot of people make argument about the all Oscar being a, a draw. You know, I I, I thought Mayweather won, but. Um, it was is is those kind of fight. Like for instance, this could be similar to May- Mayweather Oscar De La Hoya, where it was a close fight. You know, um, another fight that uh, like you said, uh, Mayweather Maidana. For me, as a fanboy, I, I thought Maidana won that fight. I yeah, scored it f- one. Yeah. F- uh, I scored it the night I was drinking. You know, and the night of the fight, I scored it seven five. I watched it again, um, and I scored it a draw. And then you know, when I took the whole fanboy out the of the air, you know, I watch it slowly, and I did notice that Maidana missed a lot of punches, and, you know, so I was like, okay, 7-5 for, for Mayweather, but it was a close fight, it was that kind of fight, you know, so, you, and, and, and even, you know, me as a fan, I, I was like, Maidana, Maidana could have gotten the decision, I believed it, but um, you got to understand that sometimes you got you got to do more than just enough to, to beat a champion, a guy... I, I remember all the time Mayweather would have gotten like benefit of the doubt a- any rounds like the close rounds Mayweather would have gotten the, by the judges nobody would have complained but now we got a, a, a white guy here who's not even American his close round they automatically give it to the other guy and, and I noticed that a lot of people on their scorecards gave Jacobs close freaking rounds that are really ha- hard to, to uh, score like for instance a round one could go either way I, I scored it for Jacobs but that's a round that could go either way um, and there's so other rounds out there. I can't just think about uh, the top of my head. I think it's around eight, which is a round that could go either way. It's like really hard to to uh, um 
to pick a, a, a guy. So if you want to put like the 10-10 score and, 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 and make it draw, draws, uh, draw rounds, you could see easily Triple G winning that fight. If you make 10-10 uh, rounds, basically. So, I mean... Yeah, okay, it's being possible to convince people. Like I said, that's all fanboy perspective. I can't... I couldn't give it to him, but um, but yeah, that's uh, like I said, he has he has a good map out. But yeah, uh, I wanted to mention the whole thing with the the ring, uh, uh ring magazines, uh, pound for pound ranking. They dropped Triple G down, and but he won the fight. So winning is not as far as you got to knock people out. Winning is not enough anymore. That's yeah, that's very biased. Another thing because he he didn't lose, he won, but it just wasn't a knockout. So they dropped him in the rankings. I don't know how that works. A, a lot of a lot of people are just forgetting that also Jacobs had a knockout streak. So how come Jacobs didn't didn't uh, you know the, the the thing is that. Uh, the the yeah, he, he had ten fight streak. Yeah. It, yeah, twelve twelve rounds of fight streak. The thing is that the expectation for Triple G are so high that when he looked on the regular like a regular boxer, oh my god, you know he. he I have I have heard boxing analysts that throw this guy under the bus. He's not what he was. He's a, overhyped. He ain't shit. He's not elite. He's not dude. I have heard so much crap about Triple G because he didn't. He did a a good performance, which I thought it was a really good fight. I enjoy it. I think this is. And let me go and let me rant a little bit about pay-per-views because the the rumors are so far, and this is not non uh, legit that the the pay-per-view did from 125 to 150, and um and, or or up to 170 something like that. Shame on you if you're buying Canelo versus Khan, and not buying this cards like this when the top two middleweights are fighting, and then it got a, a action pack um uh, uh card basically. This was a really good pay-per-view in my, in my uh, point of view. I, you know, I saw it live. I, I saw, I, when I got home, I, I saw the broadcast all over again, and it was action-packed. The undercard was awesome, and usually we don't get like the undercard and the main event both being good fights. These are both seats that, uh, fights that had me on the edge of the feet on the seat on fight night and even watching it again. And I'm not the type of guy that goes like, Watch fights overall unless it's like a, a Turo Gatti or something like that, or John Johnny Tapia. Guys like are super exciting, but uh, this was one of very those technical. Fights. It was very technical. Yeah, when one of those fights was really good, watch, good to watch, and people shouldn't be complaining. So first of all, before you start talking robbery, if you watch this this pay per view, um, if you stream it, that's a robbery. So you should check yourself <laughs> you're, first. You're, you're robbing your cable provider. Exactly. No, I mean, I mean and you're robbing these guys, man, because they, they 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 like to shit on guys like Triple G. Because I mean, I'm a Triple G fan, but I, the only reason I'm a Triple G fan because this guy, people talk about, oh, you know, he got a, a, a inflated uh, record. In my as long, as much as I know, Cotto gave there's up no, his belt. There's no, there's uh, no Martinez there's no, gave up his belt. There's no way you're gonna Canelo have, gave up his there's belt. There's no That's way you're gonna have three belts and have an inflated record. That's what and I'm a, saying. An inflated record is, is a guy who maybe fought in Mexico, fifty fights, cab drivers, and then but, comes to America and be like, Oh, I'm a, I'm a killer. No, nah, but, but I mean he's fought. He's I, I don't know who else he could fight in, in the in the middleweight division. He had fought them all. Like the, and they all rated rate the top ten. Like, you know, you got a war mm -hmm. fighting top seventy five and and he's he's he ranked number one by he got one good fight in his last three years. He got one good fighter, he got the number one fight, and then that's super controversial and he's still getting number one by it. And I think that's yeah, why the shit. That's, that's I, I have him in my top three. Yes, Ward deserves to be there, but not number one. And then Ooh. taking Chocolatico, and we all know it's a robbery. And, and 
throw him back in back of the bus. Like, mm. dude, you got my. But you know, Ring Magazine is biased already because they I, are owned I, by. I, uh, I, I go with boys, I so. go with the ESPN rankings. If you want something that's a lot fair, a lot more fair, just probably go off the ESPN pound for pound rankings. Probably the best so, thing. So and and, and, and we got to take our racist hat when it comes to boxing. We got to get let these guys give him a chance, like we did with Pacquiao, and and still Pacquiao get a lot of hate. You know. I, I'm I'm Hispanic and I consider myself black. You know, I, I my my friends from high school are all black. You know, whatever. And I I I always uh, I'm passionate about about black fighters. You know, uh, Spence is one of my favorite fighters from right now. Terrence Crawford is my favorite fighter. Um, I got a lot of good fighters. Tyson's. I, I, my father was a Holyfield yeah, fan. I think, but Tyson, the, I was a Tyson. But fan the issue kid. here is that this guy's an anomaly. There's not. You're never gonna find. A, it'll be a while before somebody like Triple G comes around. It'll probably be like another ten years. Like a fighter like him, that could box, um, that could cut the ring. He he reminds me a lot of, of Chavez in many ways because he had that uh, left hook to the body. Triple G, but. Once he's gone, they'll, they'll appreciate him. Once he's gone, like I'm saying, but for me, I, I see, I see Triple G. If he plays, if he plays the, the next couple fights right, he should be able to retire undefeated. So yeah, and I think that him being who he is, his his team, and I'm gonna blame this to Tom Lawford. As much as respect I I have for him because he worked for anybody, he gotta start putting uh, uh, stepping up and. and and being the A side like Mayweather used to be, like Mayweather would control your the ring, the the way gloves, in. the weigh in, all that stuff. Like letting guys come in way bigger than than Triple G. This is the IBF weigh in. Yeah. You're hurting your your boxer, you know. Um, it, 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 I don't know if they penalized Jacobs not to show up, but it's it's part of 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 what they're doing. I mean, I don't if 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 the IBF would have not been on the on the line, I would have not been mad for Jacobs coming. Because uh, Canelo does it all the time, but you're one guy is is stepping. It's like when when other guy. It's the same thing when one guy miss weight. Jacob should 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 um should be looked at the same way. You know, a lot of people put a lot of BS on uh, Lemieux for not showing up for the IBF because he he's the IBF mandatory right now, basically number one contender. So the, when he fought uh, Stevens, he he did the same thing. He missed the IBF. And he, he got a lot of shit, but I, I don't hear I don't hear because Jacob is an American fighter and you, all this other stuff. I am I gonna give him an A plus. He did really good. He almost beat he, Triple yeah, G. He did enough, but, but not almost enough doesn't to count. Win. Yeah, almost doesn't count. And if if you're all sensitive and you have and you've got Jacobs winning the fight, unless He's blind, it, yeah, nah, definitely you, you got issues, man. I mean, uh, I have heard guys and and you could hear the bias on, on their on on their um on their mouth when they describe how Jacob won this fight. I mean, if you're a fanboy, you got to admit it first. Because, like, for instance, me, I, 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 I like Triple G. But then again, if, if he would have not won the fight, I would have break it down. I'm like, yeah, I think, you know, he got the notch. But for you to be a champion, and this has gone through history, you got to not just do enough to win. You got to beat the champion. To, take it. To take it, exactly. Yeah. So... I don't know what else can uh, I say. Nah, nah, that's, I think he's going to get off his soapbox right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, no that's, ooh, that's that's a lot right there. So that's, that should be his own podcast, that whole segment. But <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, uh, wrapping up with that, that was a, that was a good uh, weekend fight. With a little bit left that we have for the show, I uh, just want to talk about the fights. Uh, well, I know there's a, there's a uh, Golden Boy-related fight tonight, right? Is that on? Um, yes, sir. What, what channel is that on? ESPN. 
Is that, oh, yeah, because Golden Boy has the ESPN deal. So I know Mauricio Herrera is going to be fighting. Yeah, also um, Glenn Tapia is going to be there. Yeah, it has. Yeah, let me. Hit. I'm gonna go down the line here. It says it just, um, it just hit on the, the main events. Those yeah, are the, basically, is uh, Jason Quigley, Glenn Tapia, um, obviously Mauricio Herrera and Hector Velasquez, Triano Johnson and, and Fabio Pena. Um, then obviously, um, fight this weekend is going to be um, Jorge Linares and Anthony Corolla and uh, the rematch. Yeah, it's a second rematch, and um, for me, I see that. Uh, I am hoping Jorge Linares wins, um, so hopefully they, they can put a fight together with Mikey Garcia and they can unify those titles. Um, there we, uh, but as far as um, the fight this weekend, I, I don't see um, Krola being victorious. Uh, he's, a, he's a very good fighter, but uh, just like I said with Jacobs, uh, uh, good is not good enough. Linares is a very, very, very fast, you know, very good boxing ability. His only weakness is... He likes to sleep on the canvas sometimes, <laughs> but um, you know, no one's no one's perfect. But the way I see that, I am I am hoping Lenares wins so they can make a Mikey Garcia fight because they're both very good boxers, and hopefully that could happen. But how do you see that playing out? Same way or different? Nah, it's the same. I agree. I totally agree with you. I mean, uh, Lenares showed that he was the better boxer uh, on the first fight. Crawler, I don't know. He was hesitating to throw shots and and to to be first. And I think just uh, it's good. I, I think like you, you like I agree completely with you. I, I think the same thing is gonna happen all over again. United's gonna edge it. It's gonna go to a decision. And hey, I won't even be, be surprised if uh, Lenares gets the stoppage later on that fight. I mean, uh, he already got the confidence from the first fight. Um, and he's just figured him out. Boxer. Yeah, he, like you said, the only the only um the only thing that nice guys is sometimes he he. He, he get dropped sometimes, you know, but um, he, he got good box. He could, he brings in and he go, he's gonna put a great show. Give him angles, man. I'm telling yeah, you. Know, and talking about uh, Jason Quigley versus uh, Tapia, I I believe uh, Tapia's gonna. I'm sorry, man. I I, I love Tapia. He's the Dominicano. Um, but uh, I don't know. Tapia shouldn't be taking these tough fights. He just came from from a loss from um, uh, Lemieux, like. Yeah, that was a tough fight. And that was a tough fight, you know. And he had uh, Michael Sorrow, which it was, it was a stoppage as well. And he would make, he he blamed it on the weight, you know. But this kid... He's um, a beast. I don't yeah, know you know, he also, he also uh, got TKO by uh, James Klepkelin. He, he got He's been taking a lot of punches, man. But uh, usually, you know, I, I, I'm going to be rooting for him. But um, I don't know, man. This kid got packs a lot of power. Let's see what happens. And uh, then we got the, the comeback of El Maestro. Um, I, I don't. This is a fight. He, last fight, he did not look good at all. I don't think he'll look good ever. I think it was. Uh, I, I don't see him coming back. You think so? I don't yeah. know. He, he got some issues. I mean, he got, he got some demons that he got. He got some alcohol problems, but. Uh, I, I he's no still idea. festering over the Garcia fight. Should have won. He's in the dark in his house, like, I should have won it. <laughs> nah, that, that, I I I think that um that that, that was a a, a good uh one showcase good, no a good, a good one good performance that he had and and never took advantage of it because I, I well, guess that uh, and the Provodnikov yeah, the Frankie yeah. Gomez is cool then man and then like getting defeated who's, by who, who's the guy he fought before him that that I felt that fight he won but they said he lost it it was uh, nah, Benavides nah he what fought he fought uh, yeah he fought Benavides yeah that, that that was a robbery that kid clearly lost yeah he he, yeah. he, he, he um he fought Benavides and he, he got he, you know that's a fight that a lot of people believe he won 
And then the the Henry uh the Lundy fight, that fight, I think Lundy edged it, but you know, he was coming out of the hype and you know, he got robbed the fight before and I guess the judges just felt sorry for him and gave it to him. But then he took a long layoff, almost a year, and then came to fight Frankie Gomez and Gomez just schooled him. Oh shit. And then when he fought uh uh Paul, uh got um I don't know, man. He just not doesn't look the same. But then again, the, uh, age, he, man. Yeah, Hector Velasquez is, is, is said is telling me for him to look good. This guy doesn't have much power, um, and he got his record is fifty seven twenty eight with three. Um, I don't think you know. He just put, he, he he's he's put out there for uh for El Maestro look to look good. Yeah, that's what it is, man. This guy been knocked out like nine times. I mean, Madrid's not gonna. You ready. have to. You have to also consider with the the whole Golden Boy setup and ESPN. The whole point of of the ESPN, uh, the whole contract is really to showcase his fighters. Like a lot of the fighters uh, on, on these fights tonight, right? Yes, sir. They're, they're they're there to be made to look good, so they can be in a position to get a title shot. So I mean, with obviously uh, uh, Herrera is a, a Golden Boy fighter, so I think you know he's been made to look good. At least you know something to cash out on. If you get a title shot, then you get a nice payday. Yeah, because uh, they gotta build, they gotta build uh, um, gatekeepers to 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 feed them to like uh, their better boxers, you know. And I don't know who Golden Boy have right now at at one forty seven. If this fight's at one forty seven, maybe one forty. I'm not sure, but. Uh, um, you know, they just building these guys out. Like, same thing with, with, that I said last week. Maybe, with, maybe Garcia with should rematch Herrera and just kind of, you know, put the. Yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe. Who knows? Uh, I, 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 I think. But uh, I want the fight in Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah, I, like I told you before we started uh, the, the, the podcast, uh, a good fight for uh, Danny Garcia is probably going to be Brandon Reels or or Jesse Vargas. Uh, Jesse maybe. Vargas. Yeah. Um, Vargas, the Vargas fight, I, I see it a little bit more difficult due to the fact that uh, Vargas is, is one of the top uh, top ranked fighters, and you know negotiation when it comes to that is all, all a little bit. But now Brandon is with Heyman, and I believe that that fight is more that, that'll be action packed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's gonna be more, more doable. Because at this point, Garcia is, has to sell. Um, not that he's on the feet or anything like that, but just pretty much sell. He's still he's still brings people to, to arenas and stuff. He still sells. So if he has an action-packed fight, I think it's enough for him to get a, a big title shot again because at the end of the day, money talks in boxing. Yeah. For me, they, they could they could even work work it out. I don't know if, if top rank is, is willing to work on, on a mega event, and they can even make it pay-per-view if they do pa- Pacquiao versus Thurman with Garcia versus Vargas on the undercard. That's a really that, that's pay-per-view worthy right there. Mm-hmm. I I I won't be mad at that. I will pay for that. That would be awesome. Like you know, and, and for two 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 twenty seventeen, the way it's going, man, I'm super hype about it. I'm I'm really happy of being a part of this generation of boxing. We really we getting really good fights. But um, yeah, I mean, talking about my throat again. I mean, I I think they're gonna feed him to somebody. I, he, this guy is a, is a gatekeeper now. They're gonna build him back up and or just have him fight at um on the ESPN cards. Yeah. Well, anything else? I, I think that's it for uh for this week. I, I really appreciate you guys listening, being part of the show. Thank you. Thank you for listening, guys, and uh, we see you on episode nineteen next time. Nineteen. All right. Out.